1: real moms of bravo. Real, 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 real bravo. bravo real moms of bravo real moms of bravo. bravo happy whatever day whatever time it is when you're listening to this uh this is gonna be a little bit of a different uh programming uh schedule just because we are only one week where we're down a show and next week we will have uh beverly hills back so we are gonna be talking about salt lake city and new york in this episode and then uh our next episode that You might be listening to just moments after we will be covering Southern charm and headlines together. So just two episodes this week, Uh, next week we'll be right back to our three episodes and we'll kind of put them out a little bit more beginning of the week, end of the week weekend. But with that, let's talk about Whitney and Justin. I will say I'm typically always biased towards the mom slash wife in any situation, but I got to say if you're trying to do all the things and you look over and your husband is on his phone I feel like in that moment you need to say something not like later I would be like hey the bacon's burning go get it like I don't know I just feel like she's I feel like she's expecting him to kind of be a mind reader at times and I feel like it's a little Mm -hmm. unfair for Justin
0: that is a hardest thing to overcome in a marriage I cannot tell you the amount of times I've pissed myself off Gotten activated because I've expected my partner Kyle and this it's, it's instance. I don't know why I said instance as if I have like multiple partners, but and my was, husband. Tell,
1: tell us more about these other yeah, instances. These yeah. other
0: instances. No, my husband Kyle, but I've there's been so many times where I've like wanted him to read my mind and not having to ask, but I've realized in our now ten years of marriage that I can't like you have to just vocalize what you want like you can't expect them to read your mind. Yes, it's annoying at times. Yes, you want someone to like in terms of that mental load, like check things off the box for you. But I realize in my
1: relationship that I can't do that. I think it's a men versus women thing because like even you, like there'll be times where like you know I'm stressed and overwhelmed at work and you're like, hey, I will produce and publish this week's episodes for you. I know you're really overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Cause like, I don't want to have to ask, you know what I mean? Like I think as women, we do that for each other. Cause I think we see it. We know the mental load men. They just don't. And they like, just can't. And I agree. I mean, it's been like, I mean, I've been married eight years, you 10, and there are still moments where I'm like, do you not see that I'm carrying 500,000 groceries and the kids are wanting water in this minute. And they're like, mom, mom, I need water. I need water. water." I'm like, Why don't you say, Hey, I can get your water, but I do like, I just, it's hard, but I think she needs to tell Justin in the moment. A hundred percent. Let's talk about Lisa
0: Barlow turning on Monica.
1: I knew I was going to have such a struggle with this. You guys, I love Lisa Barlow, um, but I knew this was going to happen. I knew she was going to somehow pinpoint this on Monica as if Monica was the one in the wrong. Now, I have to say I'm a little confused on the rumors now because um, for Monica's watch what happens live Meredith tweeted that the rumor that Monica put out there was a different rumor than what she was going to say and that she would never like, or that she had a different rumor in mind. So I'm like, okay, was a rumor not that he was gay. I don't know what it is, but I still think like I agreed with Monica on that like sit down she had with, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I agreed with Monica on her sit down with Angie K. When she's like, "I'm the one telling you to your face. Everyone else is talking behind your back. Oh, there's a rumor. I wonder what it is. Or I heard it's this. It might be that." Like, she's saying it directly to her, and I just feel like it's really unfair to then pin all of this on her when she's actually, in my opinion, being a good friend. Yes,
0: like I feel like so many of these women are going to realize. Honestly, they probably won't because they're pretty stubborn, and they're going to like fight. They're so self-absorbed, you know. Yeah, they're so self-absorbed. But I really do feel like Monica is kind of like a friend if i were to befriend monica she's the kind of person i'd want to befriend in the sense of telling me things to my face she never said she originated was the um the backbone of this rumor she's essentially saying i'm hearing this This is what the streets are talking so i'm telling you to your face like why are we getting mad at her for that i just don't shoot the messenger here ladies like it's just kind of like i feel like they're definitely going after the newbie. I feel like this is like, she has a target on her back because and she, this she, man, girl. she pissed off Angie K. Like, I just think they're going after her and I am honestly impressed how she's like, doesn't back down. And, you know, we get into that little bit of an altercation, but without, of course we have some weird drama um, with Mary M. Cosby and her son, So they have a moment. Uh, Mary M. Cosby's son lives in some wing of their home (laughs) that she apparently never walks by or goes
1: into because she had no idea her son was married. What a life. Like, to have a house that big. I feel like in my home, we are, like, always on top of each other. I I can't even, like go to the bathroom without everyone knowing and for some reason wanting to be with me in that moment. So I can't imagine like not even knowing a child has gotten married. Somebody DM'd us and had a really good point about this. Did her son not tell her because remember there was like some potential, like kidnapping weird charges that involved Mary and her son's girlfriend. Yes. Is she a minor and they're keeping it under wraps till she's of age. I don't know. But now when Mary started crying and acting like she didn't know, I don't know if maybe the son purposely didn't tell her, but someone DM us this and I was like, you are a genius. That might be why this is Allegedly. allegedly allegedly allegedly. Yeah. Don't, don't sue us. No defamation. But. Very good theory. You guys know I love a conspiracy theory. I actually believe that and kind of buy into it. That is
0: wild. He – okay, so I was just looking up how old he is right now. He's 20. That is – a honestly, that's a very, very good theory as to why it was under wraps. But still, like, just weird that the rumor mill was talking – this girl's like living with them. It's just all very, it's all I have like more questions. Like we received an answer
1: and now I have a hundred more questions. This was like um, this episode should just have been titled like WTF. Cause I feel like I kept asking myself. It's like the more you know, the less you know. I was so confused. Um, I still don't understand. Like I like when she's like, I saw them, they were in a hurry, but they were dressed really nice. Like, and she thinks that might have been the moment. And then when Mary was on Watch What Happens live that tumultuous watch what happens live with z she said she doesn't know if it's real because she doesn't think they filed with like the judge or whatever which you know kind of brought me back to Vanderpump when Katie and Tom had to redo theirs because they didn't file um I don't know I'm like girl is he married or not this is like a simple question it's a very simple question and it's a bizarre
0: one and I feel like that will be the most we'll know about it because it's Miriam Cosby I just, uh, this kind of reminds me, I saw this TikTok, this creator did of like acting like Miriam Cosby going to like a football game. And it just, <laughs> I just want to channel some of that energy. It's just, like, I could just hear, her. No. Okay. No. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Why
1: am I here? Like the, <laughs> the guy, like the guy asking like anybody want, like, I'm thinking of more like baseball games, like cold blood light, cold blood light. And she'd be like, don't talk to me like that. Yes, like- exactly.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. And I could see her, Andy, like asking yeah. her, so is your son married? Why are you asking me that? Like I could just see it. Like it's yeah. just funny.
1: Oh man. Uh, that, all right. So another good one. Another kind of what the fuck moment. We get to Easter. Um I feel like I've heard like about Greek Easter parties. Like they sound so fun. Um, this would not be one I'd want to attend. So Angie K and Monica decide they're gonna like hash it out, which really not the place. I really wonder. If when Angie K really rewatches this episode in season, is she going to maybe feel a little differently? I still just don't think this is all on Monica because she repeated a rumor that everybody else was talking about. Like, I am not understanding how that's on her. And I don't know if maybe for Angie, it's just more residual, um, like. Anger and just resentment because she kind of like feels like she brought her in, and then like you know Monica was invited to the trip and Angie wasn't, and Angie didn't like defend her. I don't know. I think there's maybe more layers to this, but I felt like she should kind of be more upset with everyone else, not Monica. Yes, absolutely. And unfortunately,
0: in Monica's delivery, she kind of shoots herself because she gets so heated that her message her message gets lost. It's like, you know, watching that scene and like Angie's like so calm and Monica's getting like activated and a bit agitated. And I'm like, damn it, Monica. Like, I get, I have a lot of that in me myself. Like, it's easy to just kind of like react and not be so composed because once you get kind of triggered, it kind of goes off in you. But I was like, damn it, you need to have it together in this fight. Like, all you have to say is like, girl, I had your back. I told the truth. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. But I had good intentions.
1: And that was yeah. uh I agree. It's kind of like, you know, similar to what happened with Cy and Jessel. I felt like Cy flew off the handle. And it's like, no matter what point you're making, whoever is the loudest kind of always looks like that the jerk or, you know, like the the jackal of the moment. And then like what breaks my heart even more is Monica's mom comes over. And I, I don't know if her intention was maybe my daughter's yelling. I know she's gonna be the one that looks bad. But like the way she handled it and was acting and then it was like she was taking angie's side and then was like i want to have fun let's have fun it was just like so bizarre like just be there for your daughter be in her corner you don't have to yell and raise your voice but maybe say like monica take a deep breath angie what she's trying to say is blah 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 blah. like i just felt like it was so unnecessary to like almost gang up on her when she's already activated
0: Well, and then when she told, I not remember, it might have been Whitney or someone wanted to come talk to Monica. And she's like, no, 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 don't talk to her. Like the way she talked to her is as if her daughter was like a toddler. Like she's in timeout right now. She's calming her body down. So don't go there. I'm just, I, you guys, you've heard us talk about it last week. We, what we see from Monica's mom, we don't like, I don't feel like this woman I can see a lot, a lot of toxicity from her. I think this was one of many examples we'll probably see throughout the remaining half
1: of the rest of the season, but I'm just, she gives me the ick. I, she's, her mom is very manipulative. I think a lot of gaslighting and like what, just like a sad and traumatic dynamic for Monica as the daughter, like growing up that way when you're young, it's probably really easy to be manipulated and be gaslit because you're going to be more trusting of a parent and an adult in general and just being told no that's not how it happened it happened this way and like just messing with your like memory And i don't know it just like i feel like you could put yourself in like monica's shoes as a child and be like yeah she probably had a really fucked up childhood
0: yeah i mean it's i feel like her mom is very selfish the fact that she went to angie's dad and was like i'm single like this, yeah. I feel like this is like the storybook of Monica's life. Her mom constantly looking for a male, a man to take care of the family, someone who ha- probably has like large pockets, deep pockets. So I feel like it's constantly seeing that replay itself. But another great week from Salt Lake City. The girls keep it popping.
1: They really do. Um, all right. Before we dive in to the Roni finale, we want to take a little ad break and talk to you guys about a partner we've been working with Kent's, uh, we really have loved the pieces we picked out from there. They offer so many things, from great um, cashmere sweaters to washable silk dresses, comfy pants. They have homeware stuff for men and kids, just the whole family. I know when we first started working with them, and we were trying to pick out, you know, what item we wanted to try. I feel like right now, maybe as a, a millennial, you can relate there's so many trends. And so I'm trying to figure out like, how do I want to incorporate these trends into my wardrobe? But also what are some things that I can pick that are actual staples and things that I'll wear forever and ever. And for me, I just think a crew neck sweater, you can never go wrong. They'll never go out of style. You can pair it perfectly with just like a t-shirt underneath, or you can be fancy and do a little collared shirt preppy action. It looks great with like the jewelry, um, unlike jeans, you know, where you're like, do I want skinny straight leg flare? I just think there's certain pieces that never go out of style. And for me, that is a crew neck sweater. Uh, and in particular for me, black is just a big piece of my wardrobe. So I picked the black crew neck sweater from Kent's. Um, the cashmere is so soft. It's so warm, but not too warm. If you know what I mean? I, um, it was a chilly fall day. I sound like sound like the girl from, um, Miss <laughs> Not, not too cold that you have to wear a sweater, but, um, but it was kind of cold. And and if you work in an office, like the temperature is always the opposite of however it is outside. And I was really excited that I wasn't like warm outside and sweating in my office. And yeah. so I really love that. It's really high quality, but not at that expensive price. When you think cashmere, you're thinking like, I'm going to blow my budget on this. The cashmere sweaters start at $50. Uh, it's just a really great way to put some, um, quality, staples into your closet so get quality essentials at affordable prices with kent's go to kent's.com slash real moms for free shipping and 365 day returns on your order that's q u i n c e.com slash real moms to get free shipping and 365 day returns kent's.com slash real moms okay here we go let's let, this is going to be like a uh, opposite of a sour patch. We're not going to be sour, then sweet. We're going to go sweet, then sour. Let's talk about Brynn picking out the tree for her grandma. I thought oh this was gosh. a really touching moment.
0: That was really, really sweet. And what a beautiful way to honor Mimi. Like, I just loved everything about it. I really commend Brynn if I'm going to give, like, little superlatives to, to these, like, rony, these newbies, or give them, like, a little, like, Yeah, you did it. Here's your ribbon. In terms of just revealing so much of herself, in terms of her like her upbringing, her relationship with her brother, like that vulnerability, I honestly love kind of getting that type of background story from our housewives. And I've said this before, and we don't always see it. Like I think about the OG Roni, and we learn so many different things about Lou and Ramona like several seasons later. So I appreciate that we're seeing that.
1: And I loved that. That was a sweet moment. I thought actually Sai was a very supportive um sweet, sympathetic friend. I think that's not always a side that we see of Sai. And I wish she would have maybe have a, had a little bit of that empathy um when she met with Jessel, but I think it's just a different dynamic with her and Bryn. Um but it was really sweet and when, I don't know, I loved when she hugged the tree and like was like just so excited to hug the tree. I just thought it was like There's something, like, childlike about Brynn, but it's not in, like, a weird, like, she doesn't have, like, a baby voice and act like a child. But there's just something, I don't know, there's something to her where I think she has, like, a childlike innocence, which is kind of endearing, especially when you think of all that she's gone through. I don't know, I just think she's one of those people that, um, kind of like what Jenna said, like, she just had, like, she probably came out of the womb just being charismatic flirting and just like a magnet that people want to be like be around and you just I felt like I in that moment I was like oh I would have loved to have been with her while she hugged the tree yes
0: I thought that was so sweet all in all and we're gonna talk more about the party so we get to I'm gonna like fast forward to Bryn's party I thought that this this was like a meh finale I mean not that all of them have to like blow us out of the water but it was just very like all right like cool like it felt like it just it could have been another episode in my opinion but
1: I feel like if you can go out with a bang like a big um argument I wanted it to be more than like the fact that this man lives in Connecticut like I don't know I was just like this is what we're like fighting over I don't know it was yes like- it was all okay
0: so let's talk about the man in Connecticut so Cy is sent Bryn is basically in Bryn fashion goes to Uba on camera and is like Hey, I hear you have a man in Connecticut. That's literally all she says. Cy loses her shit. Aaron loses her shit. They had gone to a dinner. Cy, Bryn, and Aaron had gone to a dinner where Cy reveals Uba's stuff, like gossip, basically. We all do it. Right. No shame in the game. We all do it. So they gossip. They tell her. And it was intended to be like safe circle, Bible, don't say anything. And then Bryn says something. I just thought it was, like, so funny. I'm like, okay, one, it, the whole thing was, like, so, like, hilarious to me. Because, one, Uba, you told Sai on camera. So this was, like, right, so that's private. What I'm – yeah. You told her on camera. And then Sai, it's like, I don't want to tell her business. But then again, you're, we're all talking about this on camera. So, oh, my
1: God. Well, and crazy. I felt like – At first, she was like, oh, I shouldn't have told Aaron. I shouldn't have told Aaron. And then, like, she could have left it at that. But then they decided a dinner, then I'll just tell everything because that was off camera. I don't know. I was just... I personally was a little confused by the whole thing. Like, just by the fact that, like, they thought it was okay because it was off camera. You were still talking about it. I agree with you. I'm like, well, Uba talked about him, showed pictures of him on camera. Like, I... I don't know. I just kind of felt like it's just very this confusing. Is what, this is what we're ending the season on. This is the big, yes. you know, the big fight. And also I hate this with housewives.
0: I feel like in the moment they have like and any reality star and I, I'm not a reality star to imagine. It's very difficult, but I find when people try to pick and choose what they want to share and not share that shit, I don't like because we end up with a dumb fight like this. Like Uba, if you wanted to pretend you're single and hold this secret in a la Robin and then go on like a Patreon and tell everyone about the man in Connecticut, whatever. But I'm just like, if you g- don't want to share, why are we on this show? Exactly.
1: I don't know. I just like, eh, I was just, I honestly felt like we should have focused a little bit more on like Pavit, Jessel, Bryn playing the like, let's air our grievances. I mean, Lisa Rinna like was probably like, good, good job, Bryn. You delivered this in a way that I never could have. Um, and I love that. I do feel like Bryn should have given Pavit a head up heads up and said, like, hey, you need to tell Sai what you said, or I'm going to. I don't know if her birthday party was the place to like like announce it, but in my head, I was like, well, it's Bryn's party. If she wants this out there, that's on her. It would have been a little bit different, I think, if like Jenna would have said it to Sai at Bryn's party and possibly like ruined the party for her. Um, but I was, <laughs> was so I shady. fucking hate those parties. And it's yeah. honestly like I
0: Well, one, not that I play these games in real life. I do have some friends who do like to ask those like types of questions. And I honestly, every time I'm like, oh, I hate, I hate this when, we so play, much. Like,
1: when we've been drinking because it's like someone's going to mistake something like you'll say oh. like, I don't know, like I feel like I'll be like, oh, like you're nicer. You can be better fake nice than me. I'm like, oh, so you think I'm a fake person? It's like, yeah. No, I'm saying no, you like, can like be fake nice. I have a terrible poker face. Like, yes. Yeah.
0: No, but I just fucking hate those games. I do feel like. If I'm channeling Brynn, and I think Bren is very smart. Part of me wonders if she threw, put Povet on blast mainly because she's like, this is going to be so much more worse for you if she sees it on camera and never heard anything yeah. from you. Like, not like like you in can, a productive get, way. Yeah. Like, you're better off doing this right now in this moment than sigh seeing this, like, nine to ten months later,
1: <laughs> not true. ever
0: known, and then been, like huge like so pissed off
1: he would have been dragged at the reunion yes like yeah i agree yeah so part of me
0: wonders if that had something to do with it but again like it was okay i mean the pet parrot was cute yeah but it kind of like Everyone's like, I loved it. You know, I love this side of Aaron, but I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I loved Aaron and wanted to love Aaron. And it maybe it's because she reminds me of Jennifer Aniston. And like, I just, you know, growing up being a huge Friends fan, I just, Jennifer Aniston to me is like the epitome of cool. I just want to steal her closet. But, I don't know. I like, I'm leaving the season, not loving Aaron. And I honestly, some, I think Sai is way too aggressive, comes off way too strong and like jumps on people for the weirdest things. And I was annoyed that they were all lying. Like, I felt like Jessel was like trying to like, be like, I don't think it's fair that you guys do X, Y, and Z. And like, we didn't say it like that. We didn't do that. It's like, you did like, just own it.
0: It's just very, so all in all, I want to get your take on this like new cast. Like, what would you want to see different for next season? What like, who is your top rony housewife? Who's at the bottom? I want your take.
1: Um, top, surprisingly, I think I'm going to say Jocelyn. Um, Bottom, I'm Are going Are a tank top? Th- I guess I am a tank top. Um, <laughs> bottom is Jenna Lyons only because I think she just really doesn't even want to be there.
0: That's- okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So for my top, I'm going to say Bryn. I love Bren a lot. I think for my bottom, I think it's, this is like such a, I feel like an obvious answer because everyone, literally the fandom has spoken and Sai is the one that people dislike. But I think for me is because I wanted her to do so well. And I like had this affinity for her prior to her being on the show and seeing her flop was a bummer.
1: I would say to people, we need to tread lightly when it comes to giving Sai all the hate. You have to have someone on the show That is kind of like the collective, I don't want to say villain, but like you need like you need a side that's good. Like, everyone loves. So for me, I don't want to put her on the bottom. I would put her more like middle. But I I think it's Jenna to me. I don't think brought a ton other than like a few fun scenes with Brynn. But that was more Brynn's doing than Jenna's.
0: I love Jenna Lyons and I do feel like we did get to see like parts of her in the sense of like learning about her skin condition and her teeth and like her kind of like the way she grew up, her relationship with her mom. So I appreciate learning that aspect of Jenna Lyons, but it is very difficult when she goes on Watch What Happens Live and then it's like, are you engaged or not? And she like doesn't want to talk about it. So that's where, again, it's like goes back to like Uba. Like I love Uba hot
1: love jenna but if you're gonna go on a reality tv show you gotta be willing to talk about things agreed um so my recommendation is i think i would keep all casts the same um assuming they all want to come back the only thing i think we're missing is we don't really have a friend of and i think it would be good to maybe throw a friend of in there
0: I'm I agree with you. I think they all come back. I don't think we need to like make any changes. I don't know that we're going to see giants. But honestly, I kind of feel like no, she's not going to be at BravoCon. Like I yeah. kind of been predicting that this is Jenna's going to go on a high note. <laughs> uh, it would not shock me. Or maybe she wants to move to a friend of capacity where she w- gets like some of the benefits without like having to sit at a reunion. So that's kind of my perspective on that. But I, all in all, like I think these women surprise me. I I was very hesitant to have a new cast,
1: and I'm here for it. Agreed. I'm yeah. Bring them back. Um, let's throw in a friend of. I think it'd be fun. To have, like, a wing woman, um, like, more, like, I don't want to say younger because they're all roughly the same age. I want someone, like, I'd, like, I want one of Bren's friends to come on. I think that would make it a little, like, make it fun um, and, like, see her kind of orchestrate dates and romance the way Brenda did it for Jenna. You know what would really get the fandom going is if they um, went to Dorenda's house. Oh, my God. Well, you know, Bren and Dorinda met. And yes, she, like, and Luann. Like, yeah. I would love, like, I'm just manifesting
0: it if we saw a little bit of the OGs like, I think at an be, event, special. like, just
1: inviting them in with the Or girls. just Dorinda has them for, like, a weekend at her house. I yes. think that would be really fun. I'd I love that. Yeah.
0: I just think it would be a good way to incorporate the old and the new. There wouldn't be too much of a filming commitment for the o- OGs, but for them to make a little appearance – Wait. here or there would I be the so idea. good oh here we go there. here
1: we go ultimate girls trip new york edition dorinda maybe lou i don't know what's going on with sonia she's like canceling shows i think she's maybe kind of going through a weird time right now put those two in there let's do bren aaron jessel sai Lindsay, danielle page amanda at wow. bluestone, bluestone manor
0: that is like a jam. Do you think that's
1: too many people though? I don't know. I feel like maybe we need to go somewhere else. I just feel like you have to have like a, I would love a couple of the Summer House Girls, a couple of the reboot, and then a couple of the Legacy, and then throw them all together.
0: No, I think that would be, that would be amazing. If anything, give us like OG Roni, old school. Yes. Film. It's
1: kind of met. Like passing the torch, but really yes. more than just like a, a media. But have like- a little
0: appearance. I could see them stirring the pot in the sense of what's going on tell me like you know like dorinda be like
1: oh who's the most annoying on your yes and like yeah yes so it could could be fun
0: could be fun let's make that note okay now's the time of our
1: show where we do our shout outs who's your shout out abby i am giving my shout out to craig conover because i don't think i've ever seen someone just as a guest of watch what happens live have more fun and just be in the moment as he was with New York, like his face during some of her comments, he was like shocked. He was laughing. Like he even said, Andy, I've never had more fun on this show than right now. This is amazing. He told New York that he wanted her to join um, Southern charm. And she was like, well, they pay for my clothes. He's like, I will buy your clothes. Just join, join our cast. Um, I, it was fun seeing this side of Craig and I, that episode was just iconic, uh, and Andy was annoyed with New York. I loved it. It was so good. It was a fun episode. I'm going to give my shout-out to
0: Brittany Jean Spears. Her book, The Women and Me, is finally coming out on Tuesday. There's been a few bombshells in regards to that book, but I just am rooting for our girl, always rooting for her. Yes, the dancing and whatever, we don't always have to understand it, but she's doing her, and I I'm just hopeful for her in the future and just want good things for Miss Spears. So that's my shout out for the week.
1: Well, that, you know, I think that's a good shout out. I had a feeling that you were probably going to do that. Um, and so I'm glad that you did because I know that you're a big fan of. of I'm Brett a Britney Britt. stan. Yeah, I love Brett, Brett. Always rooting for her. I'm always rooting for her. I don't, I'm not as big of a stan as you are. Um, I think if you are a JT stan, I would take some cover because I think he's going to be um in some hot water when this book um, when it comes out to the public. We've heard little ac- excerpts of it. But um, you'll never be in hot water if you're subscribing and listening to us. This is the part of the show where we basically beg you to give us some love. Um, so I want to thank Eloise1942 for giving us a five-star review. Um, Scooter's Best Life, thank you for saying counting to 1K. We have a goal of getting to 1,000 reviews and love that you guys are all part of this and helping us get there. And then, um, one, one, two, seven, nine, three, one, two, two LRS. Uh, thank you for saying the comments I wish I could have with my mom. Um, love these two. I always look forward to new apps and discussing all the things bravo. Um, so thank you guys so much. If you haven't done so already hit subscribe, five stars it takes 30 seconds, leave us a review. Um, and you can get a little shout out on the episode as well. And, uh, This is the time where we're going to give you another decision. Have a great day or don't. The choice is yours.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends.